Hello guys and welcome to my podcast Just Between Us. I am Camilla Karkova and I'm also here with Aaron Siebert. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, well, first of all, I would just really like to thank anyone who's listening and supporting me through this. I'm really excited to be starting a podcast and I'm also really nervous right now because this is the first podcast I've ever filmed. This is the first day. Uh-huh. First day. I feel like I'm on a first date right now. No, this is a first date. It's very intimate. It's just yeah. me and you. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just us and you. Yep. It's like, it's giving first date. Yeah. But, um, I really hope you guys enjoy. Um, it's a quick little, uh, I don't know, like, PSA <laughs> that, um, I'm gonna be posting on here on I'm going to start with every other Friday. I will eventually get to weekly, but I don't want to overwhelm myself because I'm also simultaneously starting uh, YouTube, so I want to just pace myself. So I will be on here every other Friday, either just I or with a guest. And today Erin is here, yes, to talk and chat, but also because I need emotional support for my first podcast. <laughs> so real so i'm here i'm here for you mm -hmm. so um for today we are going to talk about how it girls like yourself like i like aaron like all the baddies you see on social media be having bad days too so we are going to be talking about mental health and some mental illnesses as well and so if that is triggering for you totally understand if you are not down to listen to this and um we're gonna be talking about that and we are also gonna be talking about growth and social media and how it affects like our lives and like people around us and also how it's positively impacted our lives yeah definitely there's a lot of positive stuff about it but also how we cope with the bad days a hundred percent and we're gonna give you guys our tips that we've learned thus far Although I'm only 20 years old, so I am definitely not a professional. Definitely seek therapy or help. <laughs> but seek help. Seek if help. You're here, like, you know, seek help. <laughs> but, like, I will give you my wisdom that I've gotten thus far. She's pretty wise. I would say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Our wisdom. So, both of us. Yeah, my two cents. Yep. Okay. So, when did you start social media? Okay, well, the thing is, social media kind of happened pretty quickly for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like for most people it does. Yeah. I started about a year ago, and now I'm around 100k, so, like, pretty fast. Yeah. And I feel like same for you, right? Yeah, it was pretty fast growth. I had around 14k for a couple of years, but it was fluctuating a lot, and I wasn't mm -hmm. very consistent with it. Yeah, totally. And I was in school, so it was just, you know, it was hard to keep up with. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I moved here... I went up to 30k. I mean, um, there's like a whole like agency thing that I feel like not many people who aren't in the influencer world know about. Um, I mean, like I didn't even know about it when I started social media. I didn't either. Like, I didn't know you how needed, that worked. Like an agent, and like you needed someone to manage you in order for like brands to take you more seriously. Mm -hmm. I would like to preface that as much as we will be complaining about it throughout this video. I feel very blessed and very lucky, and well, I not love... not even complaining about it, but complaining about the things that come Split with it. That come with it, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about, I feel like, online being, like, a girly out here, the ongoing 
need to have this it girl aesthetic like the pressure of it mm -hmm. i feel like just to have your life together and yeah have your aspect. life together all the fucking time on social media and to capture it constantly mm -hmm. it's a lot of pressure oh yeah i mean it's like pressure for people who aren't even doing social media like as a job right like, it already has its pressures like i know like so many friends who aren't in the social media world and they still feel pressure to post certain things and like have this like aesthetic going on for them but like for people like who are like monetizing off of it and like they have to post like weekly at least weekly or like daily sometimes yeah it's like you always have to be like together or like have shit filmed ready to go whip it out yeah and like put out like your relationships your friendships it's so public yeah. and i think i personally like to keep a lot of my personal life private when it comes to like relationships and stuff like that yeah but i mean i see influencers like really big influencers have very public relationships romantic relationships or even friendships sometimes yeah and you know when they end it just their career is never the same afterwards because they're yeah. always known as like a duo, a duo. Or, or whatever yeah. or even like bigger groups or like mainly like all the relationships that have like gone down on like tiktok is crazy yeah but like i'm talking about like like also yes of course that but also just like like having like your feed look a certain way and right, like right, posting right. like oh look i'm eating a salad i'm healthy i'm yeah. drinking a green juice right now look because how it's so, healthy i am yeah it's so controlled mm -hmm. and they can curate and try and capture like the highlights of their life you know i mean that's essentially like what instagram is yeah like, it's like curating and capturing like the highlights of your life yeah like i don't think i mean most people at least like definitely here in new york a lot of the influencer girlies here i've noticed have like the most gorgeous feeds yeah like beautiful feeds not that they're not beautiful like they're usually all fucking like gorgeous they yeah. always are but it's just the curation, but it's just like the, the way that they cure the, yeah. yeah it's just like they have like certain they have like little filler posts that are just like a right. cute little picture of their mug and books right and their shoes yeah and, like mm -hmm. their closets like literally every like, everything little aspect it's just life. beautiful or, like little green juice i mean i think at one point for me i was trying to replicate a very specific look yeah and for me like i just i couldn't continue trying to capture the same exact type of images yeah I mean? definitely like i have to change it up i can't stick to like one vibe mm -hmm. so i just have to like try and make my feed look as consistent as possible but even yeah. just like the pressure behind that is a lot yeah, I mean, I had gone through so many phases since moving to New York. When I moved to New York, I was looking like a, I don't know, like, def I was looking a little emo, TBH. Like blue but, hair. Yeah, I had, like, blue hair. I was wearing lots of fishnet, which is, like, very much not me now. Yeah. But I, like, went through so many phases with, like, clothes and stuff. And that was also a little bit before I started social media, like, going through, like, all those phases. Yeah. And I, like, just recently, like, in the past, like, I feel like less than a year found what I enjoy wearing myself like style wise and everything and now that is like portraying as an aesthetic yeah like my personal aesthetic but also it's not that personal because other bitches be doing the same thing yeah 
So well, I feel like it's really hard to be completely, totally original. With oh, you can't media. be original. There's no, no such no, thing as originality no thing. on social media. Everything's everyone's done everything. Yeah, like there's nothing that someone else hasn't already done. When I first moved here, I definitely felt the pressure of like trying to curate the perfect life, and it it went beyond just like what I was presenting on. Yeah, social and on media. top of it, it can't be basic either. No, it's gotta be crazy. It has to be unique. It has to be like no one can call you basic. You have to be special. You have to be different. Yeah. But at the same time, like clean and aesthetic, and like clear backgrounds, like beautiful neutral tones, mm-hmm. and it's just like I feel like it's just like so. I don't know. I feel like so many people, at least, like, also, like, younger girls, I feel like, who, like, look up to all of these influencers who are on social media, they don't grasp the concept that, like, it's so heavily curated. Yeah, and it, especially now with casual in- casual Instagram, it's oh my not God. casual It's not casual at all. I mean, like, I'd be doing the same shit on my feed. I do photo dumps all the time, mm-hmm. and I'd be, like... I post my, like, pets, I post my apartment, I post my boyfriend, yeah. which is, like, all part of that, like, whole it girl aesthetic. I post myself at the gym with my friends, which is, like, yes, it it is happening. It is my life. It's not that it's, like, fake. It's more so just that, like, those are, like, genuinely the highlights of my day. Right. I'm never gonna, like, post, like, the days where I'm, like, having a mental breakdown mm-hmm. or the days that I'm, like extremely fucking anxious that I literally just sit on my couch and rot and cry. Right, which is like, so Like, no weird. one's gonna, like, I mean, some people do post that, which is, like... That's a lot. I, I think that's a bit... I, I feel like that's a little bit too spreading your negativity. I feel like it's, like, a very important concept to grasp that, like, we are all, like, in our own timelines, living our own lives, and, like, everything on social media is... It's, it's just not real. Right. It's not 100% real ever. I think that's why you have to really put intention behind the things that you post. And this is yeah. something that people really don't do often these days, especially when it comes to like platforms like TikTok. Mm-hmm. I feel like people just put out whatever they want on that app. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's like funny to like share your stories about like, I don't know, like personal life stories and... It's entertaining. It's entertaining for sure. Yeah. But a lot of it, like, you don't think, they don't think about the impact that's going to have on, like, the next generation. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, all of, okay, for example, all of the trends on TikToks that are beauty-based, it's like, oh, show, you know, your, your side profile. Yeah. And it's, like, obviously favoring, like, you know. Certain beauty standards. Certain beauty standards. Yeah. So... I mean, I mean oh, it's so detrimental sorry. to the mental health of young women. Mm-hmm. And just, like, overall confidence just is not... Like, you don't see many confident young girls these days. I feel like it's Definitely always... Definitely not. Or it's just, like, a lot of the times I, like, find... I see, like, a lot of girlies, including myself, TBH, yeah. like, being super outwardly confident, like, mm-hmm. to people that, like, I've just met and stuff like that. But, like, deep down, I am not that confident. Yeah. And that's, like, that's how it is for a lot of girls. A lot of, it sounds shitty, but, like, a lot of really beautiful and, like, really successful or just, like, very widely admired women just who are in a public eye don't have great confidence. Yeah. They're, like, very insecure people. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just, like, like a constant, like, pressure for, the, for that type of, like, public figure. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't imagine how much pressure it must be for, like, really big public figures. I could never, like, I don't think I could fathom that. <laughs> Another thing that's, like, a little bit off, not off topic, but just different, just, like, the amount of, like, sexualization on social media right now between like a lot of influencers like you go to like some of the biggest influencers accounts and you go through their comments there is literally like so many men in the comments just saying gross things I mean that's something that I, I heavily struggle with on my social media is like having a male audience mm. and like constantly getting dms getting like comments like and it's just so disgusting and like now I'm I genuinely do not post my body yeah. on social media anymore or like if I'm wearing like a like even just like having my stomach showing or wearing a fucking tank top I'm genuinely scared to post that on my social media because I'm like fuck I'm gonna get like all these old disgusting men just like making disgusting and they're like really gross comments yeah like they they're are. not like like okay regardless having an old man even comment like a fire emoji is gross but like worse than that they're like detailed descriptive like like that whole comment thing that's going on right now like the i bet it's pink comments oh my god what? is so horrible i have not seen that you that's haven't seen that that's what you mean like there's no filter people can just say like are you serious like like be for real yeah be for real be for real like i just i've gotten comments like that and i genuinely every single time i get comments by any man i usually just immediately block them yeah. Like, if I'm not, like, their friend, obviously, but, like, any man, I immediately block. The amount of blocked accounts I have is ridiculous. I can scroll. Well, luckily, I have a female audience. <laughs> it's not that I don't have a female audience. It's that it's I have just a that larger I, female it's audience. It's just that I have also a male audience. Yeah. I have both. You have a pretty big percentage for men, though, which is a surprise because your posts are so clearly for the girlies. And it's so crazy yeah. how your posts can end up on different sides of... Like, explore page. Yeah, like, different types of explore pages. Like, my, 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 my account is still primarily women. Yeah. It's, it's like, 60-40. Right, right. Which is, like, 40 is, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. Because that's just, like... I don't know. Yeah. And, like, it reaches, like, Istanbul, Turkey. Whoa. Like, that's where all of the men are. Like, I can see it in my insights. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just annoying as hell. And I have all, a lot of other friends that struggle with the same thing. One of my friends, um, she would get, like, rape threats in her DMs and Whoa. stuff like that. And it's just, like, I can't, I mean, I have thankfully never gotten one of those. But mm -hmm. I just can't imagine, like, getting all of that, like, sexualization like constantly i mean i already get like sexualization constantly but like on that level yeah. that's like on another disgusting level no, being sexualized on the internet is such a just a terrible feeling because it's just it's either like take down this post or like delete a bunch of my posts i, I, I don't even know you can't even delete them and like usually have i like i like delete all the comments as soon as i see it, i delete it and I, I block and delete yeah i've had a few posts where i've had to turn off my comment sections mm. and sometimes it was because of being sexualized yeah but also sometimes people would start arguments and I, it would be like a, 
a makeup tutorial. And that's with arguments with me, with each other in the yeah, comments. Yeah, that's happened to me before. And I'm like, you guys need to chill. I'm restricting your purpose, like your privileges. Like you cannot comment on my post anymore. Yeah. I just cannot stand that negativity on my page because it's not meant for that. You come, you get your skincare tips, lifestyle, inspo, whatever you want to get. But for me, I started posting more so for like, as like a personal diary, you know what I mean? Yeah. And posting whatever I found to be visually appealing as opposed to like trying to fit whatever was trending, you know what yeah. I mean? Which is hard because of course- Everything's trending all the time. You have to kind of follow what's trending in order to get the algorithm yeah. on your side, you know? So of course following them to, ex to an extent. But what I mean is like not doing it for the explore page, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like to end up on the for you page, I guess just doing it because like, oh, if I saw this content, I would think it was cool. And then I know that my audience would love it. Yeah. But I feel, I, I get that. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because it's like my main job now. Yeah. I'd be like looking at like my posts, like and how well they've done. If yeah. like, because like I have to send out like an insight, like, combo pack oh, like same. all of my insights to my manager every month and i used to never check my insights but now that i have yeah. to create those little document sheets mm -hmm. i can't and that's how i and that's them. how you get pitched to brands mm -hmm. and if my insights are doing shit i'm not gonna get brand deals and right. then i'm not gonna make rent so it's just like i have like a constant anxiety of like getting good content out and having it do well so that i can like therefore have good like good insights and then get brand deals and pay rent and be fine and like be stable yeah and then like obviously it started off that way and then eventually it gets to a point where it's like oh like am i not making good content is this not good enough mm. is like am i should i be doing something different right. blah 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 and then it turns into a more personal thing when it really isn't yeah. it's just like a fucking algorithm yeah but it's like sometimes you can't help but think about that my favorite videos are the ones that haven't done that well. <laughs> like I'll, I'll put so much time into them and I'm like, I'm so excited for this. Like this is A plus content. Like I'm expecting a million, <laughs> a million, whatever. Mil yeah. Views, likes, whatever. Yep. And this, then is, go this like, is going worldwide. This is going worldwide, internationally, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm gonna like, give it like 200 views. I'm getting a brand trip after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just like does. Going to Bali. It does so <laughs> shit. And then it's yeah. like disappointing because like, like all the videos, I feel like also like mainly video content. It's like you like take those videos, you sit there, you edit them, you play them back like 50 million times, put the cutest music behind it, mm -hmm. put little captions, whatever. Yeah. You put like your whole like energy into that little video to try and make it like as cute and you as possible and you put yourself out there and then it's just like fuck you yeah and it's like it's very much a creative process and it takes a lot of creative energy yeah and i love sounds, editing it sounds personally. a little bit silly because it's like okay a video with a sound how is that creative but like I like we were saying, like the whole process of it curating is, it. It is a process. It is a process. I love making like curating like l like small videos. Oh, it's so fun! It's so fun. It's so then fun. you like take this little raw clip and you make it all cute and silly and girly. Yeah. So let's even out this negativity a little bit, <laughs> and let's put in some tips and like positive things that has helped us a lot. That because we recently 
have become very close. Yes. And we have been helping each other in our mental health journey through some stuff. So we want to share that with you guys. And maybe you'll have some inspiration or maybe you'll try some of them. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Take take what resonates. Right. Take it or leave it. Just as the tarot card readings on TikTok right. say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. This may be for the collective. This may not. <laughs> okay. Okay. One thing. I signed up to Temple, and then... And then I signed up to Temple. Yes. <laughs> I've actually been signed up with them for a little while, and I've been going with one of my girlfriends, but then she just got really busy with school, and I got really fucking lazy, the holidays came around, and I just kind of really slacked Seasonal off on that depression. shit. Yep. Winter in New York. Not as fun as you think. Not as fun as you think. <laughs> At least this year. I don't know why. No, it was shit last year, too. Really? Oh, okay. I mean, for me. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we recently got on our shit, and we, Temple is this gym, and this is not sponsored, but they should sponsor me. Yeah, sponsor us. I love Temple. They have, like, offer a bunch of cool classes, and it's, like, it looks like a little nightclub in there, which yeah. makes you feel, like, They fun. have the DJ, which Every is Monday. so fun. Mm-hmm. The music is actually lit. The music is really fucking good in there. I need to bring my headphones. Mm. Yeah. But we, like... We took, like, I feel like we took, like, two weeks. Two weeks to, like, try out a bunch of the classes. We did boxing. Yep, we did boxing. We did Pilates. Mm-hmm. We did yoga. I've done yeah. the abs class now. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch. That, uh, I've also done cycling. There's a bunch that we haven't tried yet. Yeah. But at the same time, we took enough to know which vibe we're going for. Right. So I feel like we ended up deciding that we wanted to, like, connect like mentally and physically with our bodies so we ended up doing uh more yoga pilates etc we did like the boxing class a lot though. the boxing class was just fun that was fun as hell i mean it was definitely like a workout like i was sweating i was dying by yeah. the end of it but <laughs> i think working out for like the enjoy just the pure enjoyment yeah. of like re- releasing dopamine and serotonin and like yeah and just like having fun with it is so much better than like stressing about yeah the workouts and like how it's going to shape your body like before when I was doing uh when I was at temple like during for the holiday season and stuff I was doing like workouts every single like every other day or something and I genuinely did not want to go yeah and that's my thing with working out a little little bit off off topic yeah but as a ballet dancer because ballet is so regimented it can honestly and with the experiences i've had in ballet specifically it can be really stressful on my mind and my body and all sorts of like stress fractures and sprains and stuff so it's kind of nice to just like work out for the enjoyment and like yeah you know just to feel yeah. healthy and like Which strong is i think the classes have helped a lot so i think okay so we created a little schedule i'm actually filming on my phone so i can't actually they're on my iPad. Hey. If you are watching the video on YouTube or Spotify, whatever, look at the screen real quick so I can show you this. I created, like, a posting schedule. I don't I don't know if you can really see that TBH. But just take my word for it. Yeah. But these little posting schedules have helped recently, even though I just made them, like, this week. Yeah. But before that, I keep it in my calendar, which also really helps. But we started doing 
Monday night yoga, mm -hmm. Tuesday Pilates at noon, Wednesday are off days, Thursday we have the choice of Pilates or boxing, depending what we're in the mood in, 6 to 7, and then Friday we were supposed to just go to the gym just for like a little light workout, we haven't really been doing that that much, but... But like I said, the classes are just so much more fun. Yeah, they are. And, uh, and, then, and then yoga on Sundays. Yoga's on, yoga, 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 yoga. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I just glitched. Yoga on Sundays. Yeah, so we're like basically working out like four to five days a week. And also just having a like that little bit of structure in the day yeah. helps so much. I personally yeah. find so much peace in routine and structure and consistency oh, 100%, me too yeah so having a schedule for you know that you know and including all the things and elements in our day that mm -hmm. makes us it girls are just like happy and like yeah functioning like it's going to the gym moving our bodies like making yeah. sure that we're taking care of and our it's work. also it's like yoga and pilates like does that not just sound fun it sounds so Sounds so bougie and fancy. Sounds like bougie pink Pilates princess mm -hmm. vibes. Exactly. Sometimes we wear pink outfits. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we'll text each other and be like, I'm so pink Pilates princess. Mm -hmm. And then it just makes it get little cute outfits for when you go and yeah. work out it's like a cute that. Workout. That has helped me. Yeah. yeah. It's helped me too. Like, want to go. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my god, my, my workout outfit today is slain. Yeah, exactly. And then I'll just, and then we just go do our little silly workout. Mm hmm. And I think, like, taking classes rather than, like, workouts is so much better. But I do understand that classes can be expensive. Yeah. So, like, maybe finding a gym that offers that, which is basically what we did. Because, like, I feel like classes be, like, 50 bucks a class. Yeah. Key. yeah. And, like, now that we have this membership, it's, like, nowhere near that. Yeah. Like, we use, we go to classes, like, four times a week at least mm -hmm. which is like right there two hundred dollars right and which is less than our membership month right and it's very motivating like it's so easy as a social media influencer to like sit at home yeah. and like and just like mm, i'm just gonna edit today you know you have to really create a life that you're excited to wake up to so i think it's like it's nice to actually be able to like physically go to the gym yeah but obviously if you don't have access to that I love doing online workouts or sometimes just going for a walk. Yeah. I mean, something that's really nice, if you live in an area where the climate permits, is literally just take like a little sheet, take your little phone, put on a little yoga class and do a little, like take, literally go to yoga class by yourself on a little blanket. Also, if you have a dog, take your dog on a walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you get to spend quality time with your pet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you get a little bit of vitamin D, you mm -hmm. get your blood going, mm -hmm. which is so important to mental health. My mom tells me that all the time. Every time I'm, like, sad at home, she's like, go on a walk. Like, go outside, like, literally just sit in the sun for, like, 15 minutes, and you'll feel better. I have also another thing that helps me, um, time limits on my phone. Just because I get yeah. so deep into social media sometimes, and it's not like I look at it as form of entertainment anymore for me it's like i can't watch a youtube video these days without thinking about their like brand deal or like paying attention to their brand deals or like how their video is edited or mm -hmm. the structure of their video or how they do their voiceovers like all of these things i like, pick it apart but it's like obviously for inspiration and like research purposes i guess yeah but it's hard to like no, i've been doing that too all the fucking time and I'd you're like mm, this yeah. was nicely edited 
Let me see. Yeah. Let me let me watch it one more let time. Let me dissect this and then overanalyze yeah. myself. And then it's like inevitable because you're looking so much and like consuming so much content that mostly on TikTok when you're just fucking scrolling. TikTok, I have to say, TikTok genuinely exhausts me emotionally. Mm -hmm. I mean, mine, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. it's like filled with like all tarot card readings and like spirituality tips and tricks and knowledge and all this stuff. And sometimes even that is overwhelming. It's like too much stuff. It's too much knowledge. You're, you're not supposed to consume that much content in a day. So I try, and like, especially with the comparison thing. Yeah. Because like photos and like comparing my aesthetic, comparing my feed, comparing body types, whatever my choices of the day <laughs> my brain picks to pick apart um i just have to like s turn off my phone or like yeah. turn off my socials i mean there's like the if you have an iphone there's like the time the timer feature that's yeah. what we're talking about mm -hmm. i have mine for four hours a day <laughs> yeah for just like all social media platforms that so that's like tiktok and instagram those are the only ones i use yeah but um oh and youtube I have them, like, collectively, all three of them. I can't go on them for more than four hours a day. Otherwise, it gives me a timer. It says, like, ignore for 15 minutes or ignore for the rest of the day. And then yeah. you have something similar. I have something similar. Mine is for two hours. Which is... <laughs> which is, um, <laughs> honestly, a lot. Like, I had to work my way there. You know? Only two hours yeah. a day. Because I just like to post and get off the app. But, like... Trying to, like, limit yourself is definitely, like, healthy. Mm -hmm. I think, like, trying not to take in so much content daily helps a lot. And then... Also because comparison kills creativity. A hundred percent. So if you're constantly looking over the fence, you can't create anything that's original or true to you i feel like that's what i'm going through right now tbh yeah i mean it happens to the best of us like we all go through those phases uh-huh it's definitely in and out mm -hmm. but i mean like we said taking a, like limiting yourself a bit definitely helps and we as we were talking about earlier like trying to create routines for yourself is really helpful even if you don't stick to those routines a hundred percent just having some type of like structure like you said mm -hmm. I feel it definitely helps the mind and if you're an anxious girly it like definitely <laughs> fucking helps and creating schedules or like to-do lists helps me personally a lot I have like a calendar and yeah, it like I have it like color-coded for certain things like I have like yeah. meetings a certain color mm -hmm. like gym a certain color and I also work at a cafe like twice a week which I think helps me low-key because I always have morning shifts, so I know that, like, twice a week I have to get up hella early, get my shit together, and just go make some coffee yeah. <laughs> for a couple hours. And that, I think, going to that cafe helps me a little bit mentally. Yeah. Just, like, I'm not on my phone that much, obviously, because I'm working. Yeah. And I'm, like, having social interactions with people. I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm talking to people at customer service. Yeah. And, like, doing an activity that, like... I'm not, like, thinking about, like, 
social media yeah. or certain things and also my coworkers are so fun really to like just like talk about anything I feel like my coworkers know like my deepest secrets yeah I talk to my coworkers like I don't know like I don't talk to anyone like I talk to my coworkers <laughs> I don't know what it is they about know their it deepest darkest secrets oh yeah I know their secrets they know mine it's like a big therapy session up in there yeah it's great yeah. I love it but um I think but, like, overall, I just genuinely think if you haven't already creating, like, a goal for yourself weekly, like, maybe you want to work out once a week, maybe you want to work out every day, whatever your limits are or what you want to do, mm -hmm. just, like, spreading it out in a realistic way. Like, I wouldn't suggest if you haven't worked out in months to work out every single day because you're probably not going to want to do that. Yeah. And that's like not yourself realistic. and like ease into it and be realistic yeah. about your goals, set small goals, work towards them mm -hmm. and then slowly work your way up into bigger goals. And, and like a big thing I feel like that I struggle with sometimes, but I'm now getting better with is not getting mad at yourself when you don't like get it perfectly every right. single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you don't get to something, don't freak out, but just add it into your schedule for like the day after or maybe if that day's too busy then the day after that whatever yeah but just like not freaking out and like obviously prioritizing things like if it's like a project for school make sure that's not something that you push to the next day right. just like keeping your priorities on what you actually need to get done and what you want to get done and always like a lot time for yourself for like the things that you want to get done also, having hobbies is so important. You were talking about having a job. Having a job is great. Having I, it, it helps. Even though I don't like social media, it's my job. Just having that, like... Like a second... Yeah, a second yeah, job. Just like a second thing that, like, I don't really have to think when I'm making coffee. Like, yeah. I'm just, like... You're just there in it's the like, moment. You're it's like a silly, stupid job. It's not nothing serious or crazy. Yeah, but you get to be present in the moment. Yeah. And you really want to hang on to those moments as much as possible. I cherish mm -hmm. the moments when I can just live in the moment completely and entirely. And I think recently I've been trying to do that more. Yeah. You know, even when I'm doing those it girl aesthetic things, sometimes it's nice to just experience them and it's not have, hard. To, have to share them all the time or like take a picture and like post it later. But yeah. I'm not going to be worried about like trying to curate it right there in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I've been loving that and like having hobbies is a, another way that you can like literally remove yourself like emotionally from investing into that mentality, you know, yeah. that I need to curate my whole life and I need to capture everything and, yeah, you know, all of yeah. those negative mindsets that surround social Try media. Try like catch yourself when you're doing them and be like, okay. Okay, let me Maybe go not. practice my guitar. Like, let me like that. go do something. Let me go jump rope outside. <laughs> <laughs> and like, also when you're like doing the things that you need to get done, whether it's like school, work, chores, whatever. Um, I feel like something that has helped me a lot is like creating a reward system within yourself. So it's like for me, like, whatever. Like an example. Okay, like I have to like deep clean my bathroom no one really loves scrubbing toilets so what I'll do is I'll like I'll like be like okay clean deep clean your toilet and deep clean the sink go wash your hands obviously mm -hmm. and then go like eat a bag of chips and watch your show for like 
whatever watch one episode or watch half an hour yeah like of my favorite show and then after that then you have to go clean deep clean the bathtub and the tiles so it's like if I keep that mindset and then after I'm done cleaning the bathtub I get to watch another episode of my show <laughs> yeah or like something like that or you really like, do have to train yourself though oh 100%. like a pet like a pet. yeah I mean you have to treat your you have to give yourself love and rewards and literally like a dog yeah there's this book that my um aunt was reading and it, i forgot the name of it but basically one of the topics within the book or they would talk about like how you have two sides of your mind right yeah you have the like the logical one the logical part of your side of your brain oh my god that makes you very focused and driven on the things you have to do like yeah you know logical yeah and then you have the side that's like the drunk monkey and they call it like the drunk monkey um and that's the part of you that you know procrastinates and makes you think all these anxious thoughts every time you think of like cleaning your bathroom or like her. like she's like crazy and like hard to tame hormone monster hormone monster yeah <laughs> literally that um and you have to train her. You have to train your drunk monkey. Your you inner just, drunk you monkey. You have to balance it out. Yeah. Like, don't make yourself fucking work for six hours straight with zero fucking reward. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, like, a small reward. Like, yeah. if you really have to get something done, it's, like, a big-ass project. You procrastinated your final for, like, two weeks, and it's due tomorrow. You have to do it right now. Then do, like, I don't know. Fuck, it's, like, a 12-page essay. You have to finish it tonight. Write the first page, and then go eat your favorite bag of chips, and I don't know, give you, watch a YouTube video, something quick. Yeah. Nothing that's gonna take too long, <laughs> but just like something silly, yeah. and then write another page. And then after you write that page, then maybe you can go pet your cat and hang out with your cat for a couple minutes, and then go back, write another yeah. page, and etc. It's whatever. all about balance. Yeah, whatever like you want to reward yourself with, you gotta get creative with that and do your thing. Yeah. But just small things just really goes a long way. Yeah. And there's this very toxic mentality around, they call it like toxic positivity. I mean, yeah, toxic positivity and like toxic productivity. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, there's this image that's being pushed out on the internet for some time now called like that girl aesthetic. Yeah. Like the that girl lifestyle, which is like, you know, she eats healthy all the time. She's always working out. She has the perfect apartment. She's always... Oh, she's on top of her shit, you know? Yeah. And let me tell you, this girly does not exist. She wakes up at 5 a.m., she does her five-minute journal. <laughs> she does Pilates before she arrives to the Pilates studio. Mm -hmm. And then she works out afterwards. Gets yep, a green juice. Green juice. Yeah, yep. green juice. Celery juice. Celery juice on an empty stomach with her mm -hmm. probiotic and her reishi tea. <laughs> and her ashwagandha. <laughs> and I will tell you, I was her. For a second, I was hurt for like almost a, a few months, you know, and then I crumbled under the pressure of it. Like I got so burnt out after trying to keep that up for so long. It's impossible to keep it up. Yeah, but then like, I realized the impo the importance of balance and doing things with intention. Like you don't want to just write in a five in the five minute journal if that's not something that works for you, just because it's something that's being pushed, pushed you know, as yeah. a productivity thing or like something that's supposed to be meditative or like I guess helpful for Wait, you. Wait, sorry, just one really quick note. 
If you're watching the video, look at how my cat is just like joining She's us. She's so stoic. She's literally been sitting there for like molt, like uh, a minute. Yeah, eyes glazed over. I think she's taking this as like a therapeutic time. Oh, mm, she's one oh, of the she's girls. joining. She's joining. Yeah, welcome, Pika. This is my guest, guys. My second guest of the day. Yeah. This is Pika Karkoba. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are some very insightful thoughts. Thank you so much, Pika. Thank you for your oh, she Oh, she's cleaning, guys. Okay. Don't look at her. This is private. This is private. She's just a girl. <laughs> she's done. She's, go she's gorgeous again. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, continue. What was I saying? <laughs> Basically, we're just saying that this girl that you... Us, not even you. I fucking I romanticize her too. Yeah. She does not exist in a healthy and, like, balanced way. Yeah. Like, maybe there are some girls that are doing this, and they're posting these videos or whatever, but, like, I promise you she struggles with her mental health, or she struggles with something. She Her no, body image. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. There's always something. And if you are keeping up that type of lifestyle, there's only so long, so much you can take, that type of pressure, mm. you're going to crumble eventually. And that's, like, not even me being negative. That is being realistic, girl. Mm -hmm. You need to keep your life balanced and healthy. Yeah. Pushing yourself to be this, like, crazy level of product, pro productive. <laughs> of product of? <laughs> yeah. Productive. It's just not healthy. You're no, not, not, like, you're, you're probably not paying attention to the relationships in your life. You're not prioritizing, like, loving yourself not prioritizing like what your body and your mental needs well, I just feel like so many people it's okay to do it and to like you know work towards that whatever your idea of a perfect girl is yeah but keep in mind that that should be different for everybody exactly like that's that particular image that's being portrayed on the internet it's so it's just so it's their own like to eat yeah but it's like, like she's doing everything everything all at once yep yeah it's like if you're waking up at 5 a.m to do these things every single day do you not like go hang out with your friends do you not go to dinner with your friends at night yeah or do you not like cook dinner or like watch your like favorite tv show? i don't know sometimes i just like, take a nap literally sometimes the girl just needs a nap for real i, I don't know yeah. i don't know i personally don't think i mean also if that is you and you are thriving i am so happy for you maybe i am just not mentally able to grasp that concept but i am not personally well, I, able again i don't think it's like the idea of like being a healthy perfect perfect girl it's the way that they're portraying she's yeah. like she's, she's skinny she's white she's got this specific like they have like a very specifically curated look you yeah. know what I mean? That matches, like, the that girl aesthetic. And she, again, has no flaws. And, like, she has no off dates. So, like, everybody I has to... I don't think, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm too, like, mentally ill to not have a single off day. I just don't understand how, like, one could be perfect and giddy every single day. Yeah. I just feel like there has to be an off day. You're not, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, my own thing. <laughs> It's not. It's but not. Like, everybody has off, like super off days. That's you know? what I'm saying. I just feel like it's just like, if you if you have like rich like figured out what works for you and you are going through these motions, you are going through these routines, 
like as you fucking should i am trying to get there with you girl just know that you don't have to exactly. achieve everything in one day that was I mean, my thing with day. It. that was my thing with it it was just like everything all at once in one day yeah that's what kind of made me feel burnt out because yeah. um while i was like dedicating downtime downtime to myself it was like me forcing myself to read a book you know when really yeah. i wanted to like just go straight to sleep or i wanted to watch like a youtube video you know what i mean yeah. like, and i would get so in my head about like the little things and the little routines in my life to put like even though i was consistent with it and i was being repetitive to it it didn't feel like uh it wasn't fulfilling because it wasn't what my body needed at the time yeah and maybe there's a girly that feels differently maybe she does want to read and maybe she's not giving herself time to read yeah it's just like it's very much to each their own but i very much encourage you to do what is healthiest and what's best for your body and, and your, for your mind and for your mind like also it's just like everyone has different lifestyles we don't all live in the same climate so there's yeah. like not some things some things might not be accessible or like realistic for certain people depending on where you live mm -hmm. maybe certain things are too far you can't you don't have a car maybe you, you have health conditions yeah that prevent like you from doing certain doing things, certain things. Yeah. you have family obligations you like take care of your little brother little sister whatever right there's there everyone has like a different lifestyle and also like a lot of these people on the internet they portray this like perfect healthy girl aesthetic for one day yeah. but they're not showing you what they're doing tomorrow yeah maybe or or even like even if those little like morning routines maybe they have they're like fucking right after that they have to go take care of the little brother because the mom is in school or at work or whatever and that's what she does every single day and she has to like dedicate her like half of her life to her family you never know everyone's story in life is so different like what you see on the internet is literally just like one percent of a person's life yeah it's literally just the highlights of your life and another thing that i think is like so important is creating a support system mm. within like yourself and your circle who you surround yourself with i think like who you surround yourself with like immediately like tells you like how you are as a person your personality traits how you come off to the world like who you surround yourself with has such a big impact on someone's personal growth personal mental health even sometimes physical health like the way you're feeling the energy you're giving that day it's a hundred percent who is surrounding you in your environment like i like for me personally like in high school i was really fucking insecure like on another level and i had multiple friendships that were extremely toxic and not healthy to me and i was not thriving i was not growing as a person i was very stationary and it's like i was also in a really long-term relationship in high school so it's just like all of those things were holding me down and not letting me grow and then finally when i released these toxic relationships I was able to finally like move on and I went to college and I like figured out what I wanted to do, figured out college wasn't for me, moved here, found like uh, my my partner right now. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and, the, and I've gone through like friendships even through here that I weren't particularly great for me, but I've let those go. And you've grown from them. And, and exactly. Learned. And they're, they're all growing experiences, like mm -hmm. these friendships and stuff. So I would definitely do them over because they have, 
shaped me into who I am now. Mm-hmm. But it's being able to let go of those things and grow past them. Yeah. And can, like figuring out who you do want in your life. Yeah. Who, you're, who and... you're keeping, who you don't need to keep in your life anymore. Yeah. Growing pains are so real. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to friendships and your circle you will find it changes a lot over the years. Like the people who you you were BFFs with in middle school and you thought you were gonna spend the rest of your life with them. Oh my God. Like never talked to them anymore. I I, I haven't spoken to like my middle school bestie (laughs) since middle school. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're you're constantly evolving and I think it's okay to like outgrow people and outgrow experiences and places. Yeah. But you definitely have to learn how to let those things go and move past them. When they're needed to be let go. Yeah. And also once you let those people go, being extremely selective about who you let back in and who you invest your energy and time into. I mean, there are certain scenarios where you let someone go and then you both grow separately and you want them back in your life. I don't suggest this with exes though, but with friendships... I think that does story. happen sometimes. Yeah. I've had that happen a couple times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have, like, a childhood best friend who we've gone, like, on and off for, like, there was a time where we didn't even talk for, like, almost a year. Wow. And, like, we're still best friends now. Yeah. And I've known her since she was, like, tiny, a little wee lad. <laughs> yeah. Jazzy, I heart you <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> I went to a few different schools in yeah. different cities. And you countries. had a different experience. I had a very different experience. My backstory, my school life was special. Was very different. It was not traditional at all. I started homeschooling in the sixth grade, um, doing online school, and going to ballet conservatories. So while other kids were in school all day, I was training. And while I would have friends, um, I ne- they never really had a chance to, like, develop. Yeah. And the few friendships that I had developed really into, like, deep relationships, they yeah. just weren't very long-term. Yeah. You know? And so I think as I've grown older, I've really learned how to, like, move past and how to properly let people go. Yeah. You know, when they needed to be let go. Of. Yeah. Also, it's just, like... I feel like a lot of, like, childhood friendships or whatever, like, until you're, like, out of high school, like, for you, like, going into your 20s, and I'm just starting my 20s, it's just, like, you are just now realizing who you want in your life, the type of people that you want, and who you click with, Yeah. and I feel like the friends that you make now, like, going into your 20s, being in your 20s, whatever, like, that, like, beginning adulthood stage it's like where you meet like the true long lasting friendships where yeah. you meet the people that you're like oh my god i want our kids to hang out <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean or like whatever maybe you don't have kids i want our cats to hang out i mean for me personally i feel like the friends i have now i don't see them going anywhere like <laughs> i love my group of friends and i feel like i've now like Compared to last year, I thought, like, that I needed a lot of friends, like, moving to New York and, like, getting into social media. I was, like, I want to have a big friend, like, friend group, whatever. Me too, honestly. Yeah, and then, like, now I, like, I have a rotation of, like, five friends, and I, like, love that. And I feel genuinely connected with every single one of my friends. Like, I feel like I could tell 
any single one of them anything and they would like be there for me mm-hmm. and like vice versa yeah like I I feel like in my friendships they're very like I give you give and it's not like one-sided I've had I've had really one-sided friendships and they were horrible and they took so much of my energy and I got nothing in return yeah and it's like I don't know I think it's just this era in our lives if you are also in this era of your life if you are going through a friend drought mm-hmm. or you're in a really big friend group that's toxic or you know deep down it's toxic you you're just like learning to navigate these friendships so it's just like take everything with a grain of salt and try and figure out what type of people you want in your life and how they're rubbing off on your energy mm-hmm. like are you getting that love in return yeah are you not are they not like i mean there's so many different i mean people. you also want to try and look for people who have similar lifestyles 100 percent. i think uh, that has like made such a big impact yeah. on my choice and it's friends. so nice to have a diverse group of friends who uh-huh. do so many different yeah. things but to have like a few friends or at least to know some people within your field you know it's so helpful yeah. also just because you know you connect, you connect a little bit more just from that because you relate and your support system as you were saying so important because like i was saying earlier with the growing pains yeah growing can be so lonely sometimes oh yeah and then when you realize okay i need to let this group of people go you're alone you're spending so much time by yourself that's like the perfect time to really spend some quality time with yourself yeah that sounds crazy but like alone time is the most important time and you really do attract whatever you put out into the universe. Oh I truly yeah. will hardly believe that. And if you are not putting that love and that attention and putting that intention as well into yourself, then you're not going to attract the type of people who you want into your life. Yeah. I mean, last year, a little small story time. Last year, I had... Uh, two really close friends who I was like totally inseparable and they just like ghosted me like around the same time too mm-hmm. they've apologized now no bad blood I'm actually friends with one of them again <laughs> but um just like I had a t- moment in time where like two of my best friends were just like in a snap out of my life and yeah. I had no explanation I was like so hurt and I was like oh my god what am I going to do now? Yeah. Those are like my two closest friends and I put so much energy into them. And then it was just like, Oh my God. And I like literally didn't have many friends at that time. Like that was it. Yeah. So it was like, I was having a really hard time and I felt like I didn't have anyone to hang out with anyone to call. Like who am I going to call now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that's when I had like really intense alone time. And that was also before my boyfriend moved in with me and stuff. Yeah. That was very much like on my own at that time. For, the, for those couple months and then after that I started getting like really close with people like on another level like yeah. I mean I had close friends mm-hmm. at the time as well but not nearly to the level where I'm at with these people now I feel like as soon as you accept where you're at in life yeah and then you really tap into like okay you know what? I'm alone right now I'm really gonna nurture myself and like that's when you feel the most confident, you feel the best about yourself. And you're able to really put, like, the truest version of yourself forward I mean, with it, a new group of people. I mean, it's definitely hard. When the time comes, of course. Yeah. And when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. And then it's also so great if you're going through a fat drought right now, like a fat friendship drought. 
just know that within time you will eventually come in like within to that period where you're like finding people with different humans your entire life right like even if your drought is like a year or two years long Mm -hmm. that's fine i mean everyone's moving at a different pace maybe you just aren't meant to intersect with people during this time and it's just like i genuinely believe that like your people will come in and out of your life and like you said even if you're going through a drought like people will eventually intersect with you and you will have those connections it's just like either one letting them in letting go of whatever connections aren't like helping you or benefiting your like quality of life yeah but also take it as a blessing because the you're you've filtered out the people who no longer have access to you you know what i mean and you don't deserve to have access to you yeah 100 Mm percent and then therefore filtering in the people who are compatible with you Mm -hmm. and who will you know reciprocate that energy another lifestyle thing that i have connected with a lot of people is like people who don't drink that much yeah i feel like every single one of the people that i am close with right now either don't drink or drink very very little yeah and that's really hard to find as a 20 year old in manhattan <laughs> so or just girls with granny behavior you know? yes like me <laughs> we are so old ladies we, are so- we have to tell them one of our favorite coping mechanisms okay. this is for all the hot girlies in manhattan we're gonna put you on right now this is our like sad girl routine We've done this, like, weekly. Like, weekly. Like, at least once a week. At least once a week. <laughs> so, I come over. <laughs> it starts with me coming over. Mm-hmm. And then... You plop on the couch. You plop on the couch. Dex smothers me to death. Uh-huh. And then after receiving my dose of no- nose licks and mouth kisses, um, we watch a Barbie movie. No, 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 no. Oh. You're, you're, you're missing vital oh, stuff. Wait, so we go, we walk to this crepe place. What's it called? With Dex. With Dex. Oh my gosh, my bad. Maybe we're not going to put them on because I don't even remember what it's called. It's on St. Mark's and it's right next, next to Tesso Life. Okay, but St. Mark's, the whole, the whole area has St. Mark's so, and Second Ave. Yes. Specifically. They have so many dessert spots and like yes. boba and delicious little snacks. We really haven't ventured much besides our like crepe place. Our crepe place, our dedicated crepe place. But we go and we get crepes and while they're being made, we go right next door to Tesso Life. So you we, name it, they got So it. we go there. <laughs> We pick up a sunny angel or two. While our crepes are being made. Then we go back and pick up our crepes. crepes, And then we walk decks for like a second. And then go back inside. Mm -hmm. Plop on the couch once again. Unbox. Unbox. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll do a little unboxing video. Yeah, okay. Just for the the camera roll though. Yeah. Not for anyone else's eyes. Just for our own pleasure. Yep. Um, And and then... We watch a Barbie movie. (laughs) We watch a Barbie movie or two. Or two. Sometimes two on those really bad days. Yep. But like, we do that. And we also have gay movie night. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. With our friend Olive. <laughs> Which is so fun. Sometimes yeah. we have other guests. Yeah, we sometimes we have straight allies mm-hmm. who come and guest with us at gay movie night. But basically, and we just watch lesbian movies. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I hope this was rejuvenating and lovely experience for y'all. I hope we got a chance to all connect on a girly level. Yep. This was some real deep girl talk. Yeah. I, I, I personally really enjoyed myself. This is very therapeutic for me personally. Anyways, as always, everything is just between us. You and I and my occasional guests. Have a lovely night, guys. Mwah. Mwah. Good night. Good night.